10 minutes, 10 days, 10 actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 actions. You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the pod station. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Go Fish Marketing Podcast. My name is Matt Pollard. My business is Funky Vibes Marketing. Joining me as always are my fellow co-hosts. We have the lovely Elaine Atherton from To Sum It Up. How are we doing, Elaine? I'm good. Good. Good to see you both as always. Yes, I'm good. And uh, of course, Chris Roxburgh from My Marketing Guy. How are we doing, Chris? Hi. Yeah, good. Thanks. Yes, a little stir crazy in the circumstances, but then aren't we all? Well, I suppose we should wish everyone a happy new year for 2021 because this is technically the first recording that we've done since the new year, although we were very badly pretending it was a new year recording for our New Year's resolution show. Uh, We were full of festive wonderment (laughs) and excitement, weren't we? (laughs) Well, I'm not sure that was the case, but okay then. (laughs) And uh, and, uh, Boris Johnson delivered us a wonderful uh, Christmas present by telling us we were all going to be locked in our houses for a, a touch longer in 2021. So, hence the stir crazy reference, eh? Yeah. yeah that's the one. Yeah. That's it's, the one. Uh, it's happening. It's, we're all going stir crazy, but hey ho. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for me vaccine. Thank you very much. Um, so, uh, quickly before we move on, just a little bit of housekeeping. Now, uh, we've had a little bit of a, an addition to our social medias. Uh, so, actually, in addition to being able to find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, where we regularly post posing questions and promos for the show and generally invite you to comment and ask us questions and the like. Uh, We've also advanced ourselves into the YouTube world. We thought it might be useful if people could listen to the show in full on YouTube as well because some people use it for those purposes. So you can just go and find Goldfish Marketing Tips podcast um, if you do a search uh, that should pop up nicely there. Um, if you want to email us any questions, any topic suggestions, of course, you're all sitting around twiddling your thumbs, no doubt, or else you're absolutely up the wall uh, because everyone else is twiddling their thumbs. Um, then you can send us an email to gofish at thepodstation.co.uk. Uh, we're keen for you to give us an idea of what you want us to talk about, what you want us to research, because ultimately we're doing these shows for the benefit of you guys, the listeners, and not because uh, we just want to talk to each other, because I think both Elaine and I are very much of the opinion that if we could avoid talking to Chris on a general basis, <laughs> uh, we would do. Not very nice at all. <laughs> I'm sure it's not true in Elaine's case. 
Well, don't be putting me on the spot after insulting me five minutes ago. <laughs> well, it could be worse because uh, in the green room, we'll call it, I managed to mix up my sentences. That's the story I'm sticking to anyway. I'm called Elaine Emma. Which, uh, you know, it suits you, Elaine, because you've got such a friendly face. I guess we can apply many names to you. Well, Lorraine's normally a favourite of Chris's, you know, but, oh dear. Well, what did he say? Revenge is a dish best served cold. Oh, we'll <laughs> Good be job wa- I'm not a revengeful person. We'll be watching <laughs> our backs then for the next few weeks. Uh, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't worry. Now, in the new year, we have decided that we're uh, going to get back into our good habits again and introduce some of the features that we were running a while back and slightly fell off um, because lockdown caused a a catastrophic reshuffle of all of our recording orders. And so some of the things that we recorded in terms of news features were no longer necessarily timely and relevant. So we've cut them out. But we're going to get back into the habit of doing those things because a lot of people came back and gave us feedback uh, to say that it was something that was of interest. So um, has anyone got any news for us this week? Um, I, I have Mark. So, so something something that I've been reading recently. It's not it's not sudden news, but it is uh, it, it's it's a it's a growth area of uh, of the self employed, and I think we know why. Um, but um, those self employed that are that are currently joining the ranks and have done uh, well since uh, since lockdown or since the since well so should we say since March. Uh, 2019 when employment began to be affected um those people are all being plunged into a a situation that that they're not used to Uh, a lot of people will have been employed by by uh, large companies smaller companies medium-sized companies etc etc and now they find themselves working for themselves and it's a big step to take and you can't do it on your own. Um, and my concern for those uh, those self-employed is that they they do things they do things properly so to give their businesses a, the best possible chance of success. And we have done we have done other podcasts on self-employment, and we probably need to refer people to that without going into much de- too much detail. But um, but an interesting digging down into this into the stats. An interesting stat to me was that Liverpool City Region um, is the uh, has has the highest proportion of young uh, entrepreneurs, and young being sixteen to thirty four. Uh, this is followed by Greater London, and that that uh, took my breath away. The fact that uh, that this the region that we are all in, not all our listeners, but that we are all in. Uh, has such a high proportion of young entrepreneurs, and we we all know some of them. Um, so good good on them, but but do take care. Do do make sure you you get the right legal advice, accountancy advice, um, professional advice in other areas, marketing, and so on and so forth. That's my message for today, Mark. The the growth of the self-employed nationally, but in particular in our in our own area. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, it's one of those things, Elaine, and we won't get bogged down into it too much because there's, there's, we could probably spend a whole show talking about this. Well, we could. Uh, where it's, 
it's often a double-edged sword when you're self-employed because all the stresses and the pressures that go with being self-employed are far greater because everything rests on your shoulders to a degree and you know if it doesn't work out it's it's sort of you don't have the cushion of a pay packet landing in your pocket by default by the same token most if not all of the people i've ever spoken to are self-employed i've always seen that as um albeit a challenge a challenge worth doing because of the opportunities that it presents for you to work and on the basis that now's a great time with people being furloughed and being made redundant to show that just because you've got a job it doesn't mean to say you're you're gamefully and securely employed um and there's plenty of money sloshing around i mean obviously where where we're going to get the money to repay the money is a an entirely different problem that thankfully isn't my question to have to answer but uh, there are lots of grants out there there's lots of um startup loans and um funding schemes that are there to design to stimulate the economy on the basis that the vast majority of our economy and i can't remember what it is it's something like 98 percent or something stupid is made up of smes um there's some real opportunities out there for folk yeah 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 there totally is and you know just sort of wrapping up there what chris said as well you know it's i mean that's a that's fantastic news you know there are so many in the liverpool area uh the mayor's side area which is, is is great news i think no matter what is tap into the resources that are out there i think it's it's one thing making the decision to start your own business um and uh, but then it's it's like honing in on who is it you're helping and yeah, what does yeah. that look like yeah, i i totally agree with what you're saying mark you know you it, I, i've talked to three people alone this week who took the leap of starting their own business and um you know that it is that having that you haven't got that cushion anymore of the pay pack pay packet but equally uh, you know the the flip side to that is that people say they were just felt totally controlled and they wanted to make take that step and that outweighed the worry of the pay pack um but yeah bottom line is is get all tap into all those resources that are there because there is so much funded stuff now is uh, you know head to the right places you you can find them if you go on the internet you can find them all in your local area and um and just start speaking to people because it's uh, unfortunately when you start your own business so many people like to give you advice <laughs> and um it's not always the best advice it's well-intended advice but it's not always the best so go to, to the experts and get some really sound um you know foundations in place is what i would uh, would suggest fabulous um now i've just got another piece of news which i wanted to slip in there i suspect this could also be a show in itself and i don't want us to get bogged down into necessarily the politics or the contentious nature of it because um it could very much well it could suck up the entire show doing it it's that um there's recent there has very recently been an update of facebook's whatsapp terms to bring it more in line with the relatively recently updated uh instagram and i suspect the facebook terms as well um and there is quite a lot of um concern as it were about the access to data um, how that data is being used, what information they can collate on you by virtue of the fact that they're using their platform. Uh, to give you some examples, 
um, there's sections in the terms which allow them, they, they refer to the camera on your phone as being their camera and that they can record it at any time. They can follow people's URL history. So even though you might be using a web browser on your phone, which isn't Facebook, by virtue of the fact that they have access and are entitled to that information, mm -hmm. they can have the contact information of all the contacts on your phone, even if they're not people who you're connected with in Facebook. So really? there's a huge lot. There's a huge amount in there, and I would certainly advise people to go and read some good articles about the topic so you can perhaps better understand it to make your own mind up about the pros and the cons but i thought it was worth mentioning because i mean certainly me as a person and a business owner i find myself stuck in a real quandary because from a personal perspective i would quite frankly um bit ditch anything to do with any facebook um apps or or platforms uh, because of the terms and what what yeah. data I'm essentially giving up, but I find myself caught in a catch twenty two insofar as I use these platforms for work, and yeah. if I don't use them for work, I'll probably lose out financially quite mm. a lot and so it's that it's weighing up that balance of essentially selling me soul to the devil, but not. <laughs> Not no. actually, not, you know, selling me soul to the devil in order to keep me business going, um, but not to, or to try and limit to what extent. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. stuck between a rock and a hard place, as the expression goes, isn't it, really? Mm. Absolutely. So I would advise people to, to check it out. And, and as I say, we could debate the pros and cons of this forever and ever and ever. And we won't do because we've got a far more stimulating topic to deal with today, uh, which is, uh, would anyone like to unveil it? Oh, I'll go for it. It's that headache of marketing from home. We thought this was quite timely, didn't we? Given, given uh, Bojo's Christmas present to us, we were going to be locked in for a wee while longer. Every time we say Bojo, my daughter's um, one of her best friends called Bojo, so it's really quite weird every time we say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was a decision that was going to have to be made, and there's no there's no suggestions that what he's, uh, or rather what the government have decided is is right or wrong. Um, but it does create some challenges or does it create some opportunities? I guess that's the the topic that we're going to kind of look at because there is definitely some pros and there are certainly some cons to having to run a business and more specifically for the purposes of this show, market your business when you are at home. So we're going to run through some of the the pros and cons and then hopefully we'll we'll throw some suggestions and some ideas that might help solve these problems if they're kind of what you're facing so um who would like to go first well i'll, I'll go first the, the there are challenges and opportunities here aren't the mark um the the, the challenges are no different to what they were uh, before we can't meet people there is no no face-to-face -face stuff um, it's it's all going to be on on Zoom again, um, or <clears throat> I suppose other other Zoom type platforms are available. Um, but the the opportunities uh, I think are that we we are not geographically bound anymore. We th those those shackles have been taken off. That happened long ago. Whether or not everybody took advantage of it is another thing altogether. But, but from from my perspective, I'm beginning to 
to get inquiries and to do work with with people who are um, Birmingham based, Midlands based, should we say, um, home counties based. And they are people who I probably would have thought twice about going to visit because of the distance and, and so on and so forth. That sounds a bit wimpish, but um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of clients to uh, to be had from a local area. But if you can do this stuff uh, over uh, over the internet, over Zoom, um, if you can make contact and open a dialogue. Um, semi face to face or screen to screen whatever you want to call it then that's a that's a real opportunity so that's the geographical one for me that's the top uh, top one in terms of the personal contact elaine i suppose the flip side to that which is a, i mean it's a fantastic point that chris has made the the ability to tap into uh, a whole nation without having to leave the comfort of your own home is is immeasurable and probably something that we've overlooked in the past uh, mm. but where do we stand on the lack of lack of personal contact um both i suppose a in terms of our mentality as a business only and keeping on mm. doing that that positive step forward in terms of trying to market your business when you you're locked away and secondly the effectiveness of your marketing and certainly in terms of building relationships with people when you're locked away at home. And just before I give you a chance to answer, I'm sort of looking at that from a personal perspective where if we listen back to the the lockdown episode right back in um, April, May, whenever it was, yeah. I sort of joked about the fact that I'm not necessarily a people person. Um, so I was quite happy being locked away at home. But 10 months on, the novelty of being locked away in my house has well and truly worn off. And even, even for you. And even me, even the most sociable of toads, is now just desperate for a bit of a man hug. <laughs> oh, bless. Oh, God. No, and you're, you're absolutely spot on. I mean, there's a few things in there, really. Um, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, Chris, great, great course we can get connect online um and all of that and, and there was something i would say about that though is we we could not saying people have but some people could think oh this is actually really quite easy um because i can just tap into all these these networking things online and meet people and blah 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 and um and you still have to do the same uh build that connection and build that rapport if you're the the, the network hopper um your, your people it's still going to work the same people are still not going to look at you and think oh i saw that um guy or woman on, on something three weeks ago i'm going to pass us some business it doesn't work like that so you've still got to build the rapport and that connection so it's if you're going to do the, the net networking online which obviously you know at, at the current time has to replace the face-to-face -face stuff you've got to give it commitment um, and the the key is, of course, is find the one the one or the ones that work for you, and the and the group that works for you. So you you've, you've got to invest um, in it, yeah. whatever Could, that looks I, like. I'm, I don't know if if I've put that over badly earlier, but I'm not really talking about networking. I'm talking about <clears throat> receiving a, a specific inquiry from a, a company in the Midlands, being able to follow that up with a phone call, being able to arrange a Zoom getting to know them, um, being able to share screens and, uh, and demonstrate 
to demonstrate what you can do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think I think that's a very uh, a very valid way now. And it, I mean, let's be honest, we we've all had clients who we we've barely ever seen. Um, I, I had I had one based in uh, Surrey for four or five years. Um, I, I when I was down in Surrey on one occasion, I arranged to go and see him, but um, but I never made a specific uh, specific journey to him. Um, he found me uh, on one of the social media, LinkedIn, possibly, probably actually. Um, and uh, and he said, "Look, you sound like you offer the sort of services that I need. Can can we talk?" And 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 we did. And as I say, I worked for him for four or five years, um, meeting him only once. So I couldn't really pretend to have known him. Um, you know, we didn't go through the no like and trust process. We went through that on the hoof as we were working with one another. I suppose that the two things that the the thing that ties both of these together, both in terms of the networking online and yeah. receiving inquiries and links, is is there anything specifically that people need to bear in mind to do to try and build those personal relationships? Because ultimately, if you're networking and trying to to get work from people as a referral, then you, you're building that relationship. And if yeah. you've got an inquiry and you're getting in contact with him, you need to build that relationship. And I suppose the question is, how much more difficult is it to build a relationship with someone that you've only ever seen on, on a screen? And I think that well, it goes back to individuals, doesn't it? Because some people are, are really comfortable with it and find it really easy. Uh, the people who are, are generally face-to-face people and are big on the conversations find it I've found it harder to adjust to zoom because they, they're used to that one-to-one interaction and building rapport and all of that so it, it depends on us as individuals some have yeah. transitioned really well and, and others haven't and I think it, the point I was made before is more about whatever whatever way you do it you've got to you know build that connection, that rapport, because quite honestly, is it's like a um, it's like anything running a business. We've all had to reshuffle what we how we do it, yeah. and you're going to find the ways that work for you. Uh, but you've still you can't you, you know none of us can sit here and just think oh let's just wait for everyone to come to us. Um, you've got to be doing things to get yourself in front of people, and um, whether that's you know LinkedIn networking online whatever it is you've got to find a route that works for you which is why of course there's so many options out there now and not all those options don't work for everybody and it's taken some people months to figure out which which ones work for them and which ones don't um but but it's it is it is as it is at the moment it's like moving your training online we've all had to do things that um yeah, I did it anyway, but other people didn't, you know, so that was a yeah. challenge for them. I've had other challenges. So, you we, you know, we're all in a different place with it, but it's finding what works for you because it's not going to disappear overnight. You know, we're, we're set for a, for a, this change is going to carry on. It might ease, but it's still going to carry on. The brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. As first impressions stick, make the customer see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites, and social media packages. 
For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk. I mean, for me, some practical recommendations for people in terms of building relationships over a screen, which is certainly what people are going to have to accept is more likely to be the case certainly for the next two or three months uh, will be um, become familiar with the uh, settings and the facilities and the tools on the platform that you use so if you use zoom become familiar with it so learn about how to change your audio settings to increase or decrease as, a, as might be the case um, learn about the screen sharing option that Chris mentioned because that is quite an invaluable tool to yeah. show people something that you might normally do in person. So you might say, right, just have a look at this screen. I'll show you what to do. We, you can now do this over the com- the screen. Yeah. Um, make sure your Wi-Fi is decent if you are going to try and do those kind of things. Uh, because without a good Wi-Fi signal, uh, without a good Wi-Fi signal, you may be limited in some of those facilities. So, for example, doing a Zoom takes up a good amount of bandwidth, but if you then share your screen, increases the use of the bandwidth. And depending upon what you're trying to show, so for example, if you're trying to run a demonstration video or something like that while screen sharing, it might be so laggy that even though the video is running at your end, it won't be running at their end. Um, now, uh, well, I've I've tried. You see, this comes down to trial and error. So I I used a couple of of events that I arranged um, to trial these things, and we we had a couple of A and B scenarios, and and that was the biggest issue. You have to remember that the Wi-Fi at your end is going to be different to the Wi-Fi at their end. So you might have yeah. brilliant bandwidth. They might have rubbish bandwidth, so the things that work at this end might not work at that end. Um, get a green screen. Uh, it you can get them very cheap we'll throw a link in the show notes uh, because the green screen will allow you to use the virtual background so instead of sitting in front of i don't know a pile of boxes in your spare room um, you can actually be sat in front of anything that you want Um, pick a good virtual background preferably one with branding on it Um, get a selfie light uh, it's. I mean, I'm not a selfie person, but the lights are really useful for making sure that you're properly illuminated when you're doing these online um, meetings. Um, and depending upon the device that you use, it will help them better um, identify you and your background so that if it's properly lit, the quality of your background and the quality of you and your visual will be a lot clearer Um, and I suppose the other thing is just bear in mind what device you're using your laptop might be great for using it for your work purposes but if it's 100 years old the camera's probably going to be rubbish so actually might you be better off using an iPad um, for doing the meetings and using your laptop separately because actually if the camera on your iPad's better than the one on your laptop you'll get more benefit from the visual aspect. Because, again, if, if like Chris has said, you're meeting with somebody, you, you're trying to impress them, aren't you? You want to yeah. give the best yeah. first impression. And if they jump onto a meeting call, having never be- met you before, you've got a clear picture, you're well lit, you've got a great branded background, um, everything's working fine, you can share your screen without there being any problems. Lo and behold, they think you're a really slick operation. Mm, yeah. Don't do what I do is have your um, go for before Christmas, went from one Zoom call, uh, which was a Christmas party and had little antlers on. And then 
um, went straight on to the next Zoom um, with them left on talking to someone I'd never met before. <laughs> <laughs> which was a bit of a until I looked at myself and realised I still had them on. But anyway, that was that was interesting. So <laughs> always turn your phone off to Yes, well <laughs> you oh, know well. all about that, Chris. <laughs> what about um I, I suppose the final thing just before we move on from the the sort of virtual meeting, I suppose is mentioning the benefits of the commute, the amount of time and money that you save oh, by yeah. not having to drive yeah. everywhere. I mean, that's a particular favourite of mine. <laughs> well, it is. It's a huge, you know, huge plus, isn't it? There was once, I don't know who it was who said it, somebody who listened to recently said, you know, don't, don't, because you've got all this extra time, if you like, and uh, your travel time's gone, is don't feel the need to fill every single, you know, hour of it with another Zoom call. At the end of the day, you know, you can have half an hour break or you can do whatever. It's, it's um, the, the, there has been a bit of a switch to pe some people working longer days because of, the, the, you know, they've got, they think they've got more time. And um, so it's just a bit of a watch out really, isn't it? But without well doubt, a big plus. Well, that brings me nicely onto the next challenge, I guess, Elaine, which is about managing your time. What sort of challenges do we face by working from home, which you've sort of just gently touched upon then? Yeah. It, it, yeah, well, it, we're all different, aren't we? Our time management f for me, uh, um, I've worked from home in some shape or form for 20 plus years. So, um, I'm not saying I'm a master at it, but I, I know my personal flaws. And um, so I, I have, you know, counteract some of the things that could easily um, be detrimental to, to not just, my, you know, my business, but my well-being. So so for me, um, I'm, I'm a, I plan my time sort of in blocks anyway um, and stick quite, you know, diligently to that. And that's only, as I say, because I, for years... Uh, you know, my husband used to say, um, "Oh, is is that um, an hour of everybody else's time, or is that that hour that ends up being two? <laughs> because it was a well, just be an hour, and it was a, you know, it was two. So, so it it, it took to me it took me a long time to to, to get that right. Uh, so, so yeah, as I say, it's one of those things. We're all different, but no, no, the the areas that are going to be your time stealers, and is it that you think right? I don't have your phone on your desk. Put it." On the other side of the room while you're doing certain things so you can focus on it is what what is it that's going to make you more productive as as uh it's got to be the, the priority and don't feel the need to keep going and keep going and have your lunch at your desk and all of that you know why do that you don't need to do that you can go off and watch the television for half an hour if you want you know you can do what you want can't you do you know what that, that's been one of the biggest changes of my uh of my working day I always, always used to work through through lunch um, when I was in an office uh, environment. Always, and it would be a sandwich in uh, in front of the screen, and so on and so forth. I now, uh, working from home, I now have a proper break. I'll I'll mm. break for I'll break for an hour, and I'll feel guilty about that because I'm ingrained into. Uh, uh, into working through lunch so so when i come back i think i should have come back half an hour early but i shouldn't no it's, it's a it's a guilt feeling that is irrational 
Um, mm. It's just the way that I, I was used to working for so many years and suddenly working from home. No, I'd, I'd take a conscious break. They might be one in the same, Chris, but what tools do you use or what practical tips can we give people about the managing of time, either generally or perhaps more specifically for marketing? Um, in terms of in terms of cutting cutting down on the time, well, or making sure that you stay focused and and disciplined to use that time, whether it be when you're doing some marketing stuff for your business, have you blocked out a certain period so you make sure that you do it at the same time each week, or to make sure that you spend only the reasonable amount of time doing something as opposed to days and days and days for something that just can't be justified? I've got to hold my hands up and say I'm probably the worst person to ask about um, about that. Um, I, I have certain certain things that are immovable during the course of a week, so you could argue that those are time blocked out. But... Um, but with with other stuff, I will decide the night before what I need to achieve the following day, um, and sit there until it's done. Generally, uh, I, I say generally because nobody's perfect, are they? I'd sound I'd sound perfect if I said well, I accomplish everything <laughs> I want to do. Um, so, but I will before I before I go downstairs and do the commute. Um, I'll sit down and do a to-do list for the following day. Okay. Elaine, what do you use or do? What do I do? I have, um, I well, I use Outlook Calendar, so um, everything goes in there. And um, and then I have my calendar link as well, which so I, I sort of marry those two together. So for, for me, I have, whether it's, it doesn't matter if it's, um, obviously I've got like appointments that, you know, set in stone agreed with yeah. other people but when i'm planning my own stuff um i will have um my social media anything to a social media is done before nine o'clock so i'll do anything like that be- before then whether it's a blog or whatever it is interacting with people i do that then nine o'clock i, I come off that and then i'm my time then is already planned for what i'm going to do so the big stuff or is already in and you know like next week's is already in and then um then the bits like tomorrow i've got a a real sort of writing section and some stuff to catch up on tomorrow that and that's already planned and i know i'm doing it tomorrow i knew on monday i was doing it tomorrow so that's how i how i operate really uh, so not not saying it's perfect by any means but i always have um a little list in front of me as in these are, you know, if you do nothing else, do these things today is a bit of a prompt. And it could be a simple, don't forget to respond to that email or, you know, that type of stuff. But the big chunks are already in. I, I, and that's the way I have to have to work, really. And it certainly works for me. With 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? 
My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation. Remember, your next client is on LinkedIn. It's all about organisation, isn't it? I use Asana for managing projects. So marketing can be one of those Pandora's boxes where you set out doing one thing, but actually as you're going along, it becomes loads of things. And then you come up with ideas for other things in addition to the things that you didn't expect you were going to have on your list to begin with. And so I find if you can, Asana's great for being able to create all those and you can drag and drop and move things around so you can reprioritize. So if you come out, if you want to just have a, a, a mind dump, a brain dump of all your ideas, you can do it, but in a way where you can still move things over into a column and go, right, that's not priority, but I'll get to that later. And you can tick them off as you yeah. go through and then you can keep... So you can keep focused on what it was you set out to do, but at the same time also be able to keep track of all the other things that you've come up with as you go along because they're still good ideas and there might be things yeah. you want to do quite quickly, but it doesn't have to detract you from what you're planning on doing. And the other thing, and I, this we, we, we were are going to introduce a, a, a tool, a resource of the week, which Elaine's come up with. Um, do you want to tell everyone what it is? Because I'm just about to explain why that's also a godsend. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and that is the, you know, the calendar links. There's, there's two that spring to mind. There's probably loads more out there, but there's Acuity, which is A-C-U- I-T-Y and um, there's Calendly I'm not sure if you say it that way but that's how it looks anyway and they're the two I know know of I use Acuity um, I may well be switching to Calendly though but um, they, they're really there's three versions of both um, but um, and then obviously there's paid versions as well which obviously give you more more access to things uh, but they they're just such a time saver I'm I'm um, I am Mrs. Gadget, which I think I've said before, you know, I, I do anything that saves time uh, just makes complete sense to me. So uh, they are that, you know, why would you want six emails going backwards and forwards to book a time slot in with somebody when you can just put it in your, cal- in your signature on your email and just say links below, book a time that works for both of us. Um, you know, it just, to me, it's really easy. So why wouldn't you do that? I can see I'm going to have to, uh, look at this a bit more carefully. oh it's it's amazing chris i came across this about i think it was november and it's changed my life because i always used to try and block things but if any people had arranged meetings when i looked at my diary i could never get any uh, momentum in doing stuff because it always keep on getting broken up by meetings and i always go right yeah. i'm going to try and restrict my meetings to tuesdays and thursdays say mm-hmm. but you'd always get out of the habit or you'd forget or someone would throw something at you or you'd have yeah. like elaine's just said five million emails going all right do you want a meeting yeah i'd love a meeting when do you want to have a meeting oh i don't know um but tell me when you're free oh well i'm probably free monday tuesday wednesday all right well what about wednesday yeah wednesday sounds good and about 15 emails in you've only just agreed it whereas I use Calendly and I've gone for the pro version. So I've paid, I think it's about 200 quid for the year. It can be um, inbuilt into your website so people can jump on your website and book a time for you. Uh, You can create various different types of meetings. You send them the link. 
Um, so instead of having those back and forths, they go, do you fancy a meeting? They'll go, yeah, I'll go, great. Here's a link. That's my diary. Jump in, pick a time that suits you best, and um, and I'll I'll find out automatically they do it not only does it create zoom link for them not only does it put it in your diary it sends them a reminder as well Mm. so that you're not going to miss out and the best part of it is that you can adjust the settings for those different appointment types so for example going back to what i said at the outset i can set my calendar to only allow appointments between nine and say four on a Tuesday and a Thursday with an hour before and an hour after each meeting. And then when people are booking them in, the computer automatically goes, right, he's only doing Tuesdays and Thursdays and we've got one at 12, so you can only do the next one at 2 o'clock. And it organises your diary like a personal assistant and that stops me from blurring the lines as I've always done on a, a more personal basis. I love it. It's amazing. All right, I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> we will stick. We'll stick a link in for both Acuity and Calendly because obviously it's it's yeah. much of a muchness, isn't it? I think they both do yeah, much the same thing, but um, it's it's personal preference, really. So you can check up those yeah. out. And thank you very much for raising those, Elaine. Um, I've, I've, I think they're amazing. Amazing. Check yeah, them out, people. Are. Which brings me, I suppose, onto a another challenge slash opportunity i suppose we're working from home which um depending upon you as a person uh which side of the coin that falls on so for you elaine um and certainly you've just mentioned you love a good gadget so the challenge of using technology because you're locked in your house is probably an exciting thing for you i know it is for me because i love a good old gadget chris is it a challenge for you or was it is it a, a an a, an exciting opportunity or did it start off as a challenge but has now become an exciting opportunity I, I, I like a good gadget. Um, I, I can get extremely frustrated with them and throw them against the wall. Um, <laughs> but um, but those that I get to understand, I, I, I embrace totally. So it's all about uh, it's all about the type, the the nature and type of uh, of gadget and or app and or. Um, website anything that can 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 help me um the the calendly one sounds good for self-discipline and that's uh that's one of the drawbacks of um um of working for yourself because you can you know you can make it up as you go along you do um so you do need that self-discipline and i can see the see the relevance of calendly there um there are difficulties in building relationships, aren't there, with with clients? But it's not insurmountable, and we're going to have to get used to it because, as you said before, Mark, um, we're in this for for some time now. Um, it's not all going to disappear on February the fourteenth. Which uh, mm. was it? February the fourteenth that Boris in mid February, yeah, anyway, sixteenth or something. I don't 16th. know, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, not all going to disappear then so we are going to have to get used to uh, used to this for for some considerable months yet and what technologies have you found really useful during this lockdown chris um anything that assists with uh, with my social media planning i i already used something like hootsuite which is a huge time saver 
um, for planning social media. Um, I, <clears throat> I'd, I'd let it slide a little bit, but I'm using it more and more now. Um, there's, uh, there's another called um, App Promo Republic, which we can put in the show notes, which helps you with your social media as well, gives you ideas, ideas for content, which um, uh, content creation is, um, is the bane of most people's lives on yeah. uh, use, using social media. But um, App Promo Republic will just stir those creative juices that if they uh, if they need stirring, and mine sometimes needs stirring. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, that goes for all of us, Elaine. What absolutely. what 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 technologies have you found fantastic? Whether they be ones you were already using, but you're now using more, or things you've come across. Since yeah, you were locked I, in your I, house. You know, as you were asking Chris that question, I was thinking, what have I done that's that's new? And actually, I haven't really. Um, I think all everything I've, like the calendar link and all that, I've, I've been doing now probably about a year, I think. So I haven't really created anything new. I know oh, you other... have, you fibber. You oh, see, these I are things then? that, these are. I suppose this is what's always quite exciting about the fact that <laughs> things become so normal quite quickly, don't they? Yeah. I mean, since yeah. you've been in lockdown, Elaine, you've started doing your podcast, which is a great way of marketing your business electronically from your own home. Um, oh, Zoom. Yeah, right. ha- had you ever yeah. used Zoom before you went into lockdown? I had, yeah. Zoom, I have used um, before. I haven't used, I haven't used it as much as as I have done over this last uh, few months. But yes, um, but the podcast, yeah, you're right. You know, there are things. I, I, I am the um, what's the word? I have a love of learning anyway, and um, so I'm always looking at the the next thing. What could that what could that look like? So. Yeah, I suppose you're right with the podcast. That that was quite a big undertaking. Not just the what does it look like, your content and all of that. It's um, using the platform and um, yeah. But and there's so much help out there now, isn't there? This I know I keep saying banging that drum, but you can get so much help on these things. YouTube is a wonderful thing, isn't it? For sometimes filling in the uh, filling in the gaps for you. Absolutely uh, but, essential. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't read. You don't read it on your green screen. <laughs> well, you don't. You, you don't read the instructions. I mean, I never read the instructions anyway because I'm a man. But we don't. We you don't have to read instructions anymore because there's a YouTube video and the green screen that you just mentioned there, Elaine, <laughs> is a perfect example. Instead of reading the instructions, where you can never figure out how the hell to get this thing to just twist back into that tidy little yeah. circle. You watch some Norwegian fella doing it instead, and he does it really easy. And all right, it probably still takes you as long to figure it out, but at least you can watch somebody doing it going, how does he do that? But that fella is a contortionist, though. <laughs> but uh, everything, everything now... i back in the bag. I'm trying to get it out again now. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> But there are lots of free digital resources out there at the moment. In fact, most resources generally start free, don't they? And yeah. yes. tend yeah. to have, have a price entry point when when you want some of the additional features. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, there, yeah, there is. There's, there's so many good things out there. And I think that just, just a bit, you know, words to the wise on that, isn't it? Is, you know, I, I have been and still can be 
you know, the shiny person syndrome. Think, oh, there's something new. I need to try that. And uh, so I have really had to sort of think: Do I need that thing in my life? Uh, you know, am I? And I'm talking business-wise now. You know, do does do I need that to function, or is it just something I can? you know, look at us at a later time because we can absolutely, one of the biggest time stealers we all have is is Googling something and then there we are an hour and a half later thinking, yeah, well, that's really good, but actually I don't think I'm going to get it anyway. You know, there's an hour and a half of your life you're never going to get back. So so it, it's, it shouldn't be, we shouldn't use things because someone else says it's amazing. We should use it because it's going to help our business and save us time or, you know, be be beneficial in some way. Now, it's it, easier said than sometimes. If you're furloughed or you're thinking about uh, going self-employed or you've just become self-employed or you want to upskill, uh, there are loads of courses out there which you can do online. And I'm saying that to people who both offer online training courses uh, to help people upskill. I guess that's definitely a, both a, a, a pro and a solution to the technology con if you're not necessarily a technological minded person yeah 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 i mean we, we've, we've done it ourselves haven't we we've we've gone on the courses to find out more about this that or the other um to to upskill ourselves and being furloughed is the ideal time to uh, to do that um and i've i've worked with a few people last year um who were on furlough on their uh, their LinkedIn profiles and uh, and a bit of, bit of Facebook as well, and these people wanted to hit the ground running when they got back to work. So um, being furloughed as people are now, the ideal time to contact people like ourselves. Um, and if you can't upskill, there's always a collaboration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. De definitely. I've sort of this week already got someone that I'm going to collaborate. Well, two people actually, one last week, one this week. Hope we're going to do something together. And and that is a thing, isn't it? When you're working so much on your own, um, which, you know, we are currently, and uh, there are only people we're meeting online, is uh, it's a great thing to be able to collaborate with, with people and do something and it's actually sort of sharing ideas and thoughts and creativity as well as it is important to think because you can go a little bit i think as chris mentioned at the start stay crazy um it, if you only have the conversations sort of, with yourself <laughs> it, it also overcomes the loneliness factor yeah um, because that's very real in uh, in people who oh. work from for, for themselves from home especially in lockdown you know you can be you can be a lonely person just working for yourself but but in lockdown it's even more lonely so collaboration with others on podcasts like this with you two is uh, is brilliant for as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah i agree and that probably the final challenge i've got down on my list is about general life getting in the way when you're stuck at home because if most people well when most people go to the office they can leave their normal day-to-day -day lives behind yeah. uh, certainly at the minute if you've got little munchkins you are probably in the morning doing uh, geography maths and english and desperately trying to cover up the fact that you've forgotten everything that your child now your children now know off by heart whilst mm -hmm. also then trying to fit in doing some work whilst also trying to market your business yeah i've, I've been 
you know, as a mum, but obviously a mum with old children, it's, you know, it's, it's, I just cannot imagine how challenging that will be. Well, I can imagine how challenging it would be. Um, but, you know, the only thing I would, I, the only way I would have to look at it if I was in that situation is, is be realistic. Because I think some of the biggest challenges come when we're not being realistic um, with our time. So if I know that I'm not going to actually be able to do anything till one o'clock in the afternoon, then don't stress over that. Just accept that, that I'm not going to be able to do anything till, you know, maybe it's right. going to be the evening. So you just, you, you know, as soon as you accept that and you plan towards that, it's it's just that release of rather than sitting there thinking, oh, God, I should be doing this now. Oh, I should be doing that. And, you know, why, why set yourself um, you know, an expectation that you're never going to be able to fulfill? Yeah. Um, and that's where, you know, you, collaborating in that way is, you know, perhaps you can team up with someone else who can help you or, you know, they can do some bit of your job or they can help you in some way and you can repay them and, you know, another way, whatever that looks like, you've got to be, you, you can't achieve the unachievable, can you? And that causes no end of stress when you're trying to do that. No, so no, quite right. Hopefully that's given you some ideas of how to keep on marketing effectively from the comforts of your own home. We're going to do a run of shows which follow a similar theme so that they're very relevant for the right here and right now. So next week we're going to be looking more in detail at one of those technologies that we've mentioned, which is Zoom, going from some of the really fantastic tools that are available on there that certainly Chris and Elaine use on a regular basis and I love to have a play with just because they're there. Um, as we said from the out, uh, as we said earlier on, the resource tool that we're going to uh, start recommending every show uh, was brought to us by Elaine. Uh, it is the Acuity and Calendly option, which we'll stick links in the show. Uh, check them out; they are fantastic. And I'll stick a link in for the app Promo Republic as well that Chris mentioned because you can never have too many recommendations, I guess. Um, Check us out on social media, as we said at the outset. Um, if you want to listen to the show, you can uh, listen on all of the major podcast platforms. If you subscribe, it means the next show downloads automatically. If you want to find easy links to those platforms, if you go to the podstation.co.uk forward slash goldfish, you'll find them all there. Or you can listen to us now on YouTube, which is very exciting. Um, very. It is, isn't it? Ooh, technology. Um <laughs> So, thank you very much for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll check you in a fortnight's time. Uh, Elaine, Chris, thank you very much for all of your help today. Thank you, Mark. Great show. Thank you, guys. And we'll catch you next time. See you later. Cool, Get social at go underscore fish marketing on Instagram, Facebook, 